0: what's up Robert what's up everybody I told you we were coming back (laughs) I freaking love this band ah What's up, Dr. Garcia? What's up, Tyler Renee? Good to see you guys. What's up? God, this is, by the way, this is the Boulevards. They're unsigned. I don't know how in the heck they're unsigned, but they're terrific. So you can go to their YouTube and just put the Boulevards in and you'll find them. Um, What's up, everybody? This is Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude. And yes, I know it's 1 o'clock Pacific p.m. Yeah, something like that. And we are being heard on iHeartRadio, on Spreaker, on iTunes, on Spotify, on YouTube, on LinkedIn, and other places. This is a very cool show today. I'm really excited. As you guys know, um, I'm very passionate about cannabis education, uh, the industry as a whole. It's a little wacky, but it's important for a lot of people. So I'm stoked about our guests. And uh, radio audience, if you're wondering who the heck I'm talking to, iTunes, you're going, who is he talking to? Is he talking to himself? Well, I'm talking to you, but I'm also talking to the lovely Facebook audience where you can join us at Joshua T. Bergland's Morning Gratitude and you can interact with all of the amazing people here like Tyler Renee, Aubrey Young, Robert Brooker, Lisa Walker from London, Veronica Mendez, and of course, Dr. Garcia and Robert Booker. Good to see you guys. All right, let's get into it. Let's get into our guest. I don't want to waste his time because he's looking at me going, What is this guy? What the hell did I walk into? Well, it's morning gratitude in the afternoon. That's one thing that you did. Um, so, our guest, I'm going to read you Jared Sklar. Sklar. Did I say it right? Woohoo! All right. I'm reading better, folks. I'm reading. And that happens when you read books. You can read better and you can read people's names. Anyway, he's the communications director for the Association of Cannabis Professionals. He's hosting a fundraiser for Nathan Fletcher, for supervisor, because he is a veteran, a statesman, and a role model, whose mission is to go to the county and deliver results that move San Diego forward. My mission is to help him get there, or his mission is to help him get there, but my mission is too. I like the guy, and that's why he's on the show. And the end of a two-year nightmare that is prohibitionist Republican, Bonnie Dumbass. Oh, it's not dumbass. It's Duminous. Oh, Re- okay. Let me start over. Republican Bonnie Duminus. I bet she got picked on a lot. Career in public life. Our event is, is, the event is Friday, March 23rd at 7 p.m. at the Andres Restaurant on Murano Boulevard in San Diego. Ladies and gentlemen, yes, it is with the mayor. That's right. I'm going, to be the, I'm going to be known as the world's mayor when I get to the UN. I'm not just going to settle for San Diego. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Jared to the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me on, Josh. Really appreciate it.
0: What's up, man? How are you?
1: Oh, doing great. We're looking forward to having a great event tomorrow night. Uh, well, as you mentioned, it's going to be at seven o'clock p.m. at Andres Restaurant here Andres. in San Diego on Marina
0: Boulevard. Andres, well, so I can't read that well. Okay, so here, real quick, Jared. So the rules of the show are this: before we get into all the fun stuff, you tell me what are you grateful for today.
1: I am grateful for Nathan Fletcher and progressive pro-cannabis politicians like him that are willing to take a stand, take a courageous stand in government and bring the regulations that the people want, that the people need and that the people deserve in order to bring a safe, legal, accessible, tax and regulated adult use cannabis market to San Diego, California and the United States.
0: All right. So first of all, I want you to take a deep breath. You don't have to be a politician on this show because everybody know everybody here is in support of cannabis um, I, and, and everybody, you can comment. If you disagree, you can tell me. Um, whose shirt's t- nice, Tyler? Anyway, so you're, you're safe here. So you, you don't you can do relax, take a deep breath and just have fun with this. So here's the deal. So why did you choose Nathan as somebody that you're gonna throw your support behind 100%? Because you were, you were all in and committed to his campaign.
1: Oh, absolutely. I've made the maximum contribution, and as you said, I've completely committed to his campaign. Uh, There are other Democrats in the race uh, who have expressed some some pro-cannabis sentiments as well, Um, but Nathan really stands out from the crowd because of his dedication to the issue, his understanding of the issue, and he's been so attentive to this issue, and he's been so uh, willing to listen to people in the industry, uh, people like me, He sits down, he's everything that so many politicians are not, which is that he's compassionate, he's understanding, and he has, as a veteran, a combat veteran, Nathan has seen firsthand the devastating effects of PTSD. Um, And he's seen the effects that CBD and THC and all components of medical marijuana can have to help his wounded warrior brothers in uh, in treating that PTSD, so it's someone who has firsthand experience uh, with the benefits of medical cannabis, and that's really that's really what drew me uh, to his candidacy, and that's really what what makes me want to support him so much. And his other his other views are also in my mind as well. Um, so that's why I'm supporting him the maximum possible way.
0: That that's cool, and I'm a big big proponent of uh, cannabis education, using it responsibly, using it, making sure that you. You know, you're not the drug it. You're not mixing it with drugs that are going to be harmful. that'd cause you. I mean, especially if you have mental health issues and you're taking that medication. You know, you've got to be very, very careful about using cannabis. But I'm a huge proponent of Soco Cannabis Creations because it's frankly the best quality that I've used, and it helped me with my PTSD. I mean, I'm actually having to use less of it now because of his CBD products working so dadgum well. So, I'm a huge fan. Um, yeah.
1: So. Yeah. Well, episode from Cannabis Creations is actually a co-host of this event. Oh, nice. So, yeah, so he's really been, he's been really helpful. Um, Dave is, is just someone who's kind of wading into the political side of cannabis. He's been more on the industry side, um, but we're really happy to have him on the team. He's a great asset. Um, he's really passionate about the issue, and he's one of those people who's not just concerned with his bottom line, but he's really concerned with helping the community as well. And right. he's bringing a product to the community. That is, that is benefiting our community. And it's not just through the taxation. Everybody knows that cannabis is a cash crop. Everybody knows the tax rates are super high and we're gonna bring in a ton of money. But it's about helping the people in need. And it's about alle- alleviating the systemic oppression that the war on drugs has caused. And it's about the, I mean, you know as well as anybody, cannabis legalization is not just a cannabis issue. It's no. a social justice issue. it's a criminal justice issue it's a racial justice issue and Dave and Nathan Fletcher are people who understand that and those are the kind of people that, that I want to be working with and the people that I'm proud to be working with to bring to the county the kind of more proactive and understanding government. And are you, I don't, I'm sure you're aware, but your listeners might not be aware of the countywide cannabis ban here in San Diego County and the other corporate areas? Yeah, yeah, why
0: don't you, because you're clo- more closely to it um, than I, I'm more of a rule breaker, but you're, you're closer to this, this, the understanding of it. Do you mind explaining it to the audience?
1: Sure, so the uh, the all Republican board of supervisors of San Diego County voted against the will of the people to enact a ban on all commercial cannabis activity in the unincorporated areas of San Diego County. Now that means that no commercial cannabis businesses can legally be operating, that's recreational, that's medical, and that's delivery, that's retail, manufacturing, anything. Nothing, you can't have as of 2022 even active currently licensed businesses who are providing medicine to terminally ill patients must close their doors by 2022. And this is not a small segment of San Diego. This is the entire unincorporated county where you have hundreds of thousands of residents and you have terminally ill patients who rely on that medicine. And not all of them are gonna be able to drive to San Diego City or La Mesa or another city that that has its head uh, not in the sand on cannabis issues to get their medicine. So we, but luckily, luckily Josh, There have been term limits enacted for the Board of Supervisors. The entire Board of Supervisors is gonna be replenished before the year 2020, two in this 2018 election, and three in the 2020 election. And if we just get three votes on the Board of Supervisors, Nathan will be one of them, uh, we get three votes on the Board of Supervisors to overturn that ban, we can open up the county and allow the commercial cannabis activity to stay there we won't continue this war on terminally ill people that the All-Republican Board of Supervisors is perpetrating at this moment
0: that's that's unreal to me because when i when i've worked and i've gone to some of the clinics here the medical clinics where they write prescriptions and one of the biggest complaints from the the people that have these facilities is we can't compete with the illegal clinics basically the rubber stamp doctors and like there's so much fraud and it's on a government level too it's ridiculous like everything that's happening in the cannabis industry in california reminds me of healthcare when i worked in healthcare for 18 years The fraud is at every stinking level. So you're forcing people to keep their foot in the black market. They're not, like it should, everything should be on the up and up and run like a real business. But guess what? You prevent that from happening when you have asinine laws like what San Diego has. And that's nuts. You would think that San Diego of all places would be more progressive, but guess not. Yes, and it's
1: exactly what you said. It creates a vacuum. And it, the vacuum, because there's a demand for cannabis, both medicinal and recreational. And if the government isn't going to put in place a legal supply chain for that cannabis to be accessed, all you're doing is putting more money and more power in the hands of black market criminals, not law-abiding citizens. And all that tax revenue, those billions and billions of dollars of tax revenue, is is down the drain and there's there's no way to get it back. So we need common sense cannabis regulations. We need politicians that that understand this issue, understand where this is going, and understand that we need a a legal cannabis structure in order to move San Diego forward. And San Diego is more progressive in the city. San Diego City is the first city to allow production, manufacturing, cultivation, uh, and all the, the full supply chain. It's the county where the problem is at, and the county can only be fixed by the Board of Supervisors. and That's why I'm supporting Nathan Fletcher for County Board of Supervisors District Four. I
0: love it. You know what they should do? There's all of these parking lots that they or go, you know people have to pay for. They're going, they're struggling to lose money, which is probably serves them right for raping and pillaging the people that want to park their cars downtown. That's a whole other story. But I mean, those space, hell, that, that, that's perfect grow, make, make grow houses right there. <laughs> just tax it. Because, and look, there's so many people that you could be able to put to work in this industry because it's not just about cannabis. There's lab, there's lab jobs, there's growing jobs, there's, there's the marketing, there's the advertising. There, I mean, there's so much potential in how this can just be a boom for the economy here. And, you know, I don't know. It depends on who you talk to. Some people talk about how well California is doing as a state. And then you hear that it's a, you know, it's, it's broke. I don't know which is the truth. But the fact is this, those tax dollars would, come to, would definitely come in hand right now.
1: Oh, yeah, it's one of the few times where I would say it, uh, it would say it would trickle down. It's one of the few times I would use the, the expression trickle down in not a derogatory way. <laughs> but when you think about this this race is so important. And that's why, you know, the reason why I put my maximum support behind this race is because Not only is Nathan all the things that I've mentioned before, he's pro-cannabis, he's progressive, he he wants to move San Diego forward, his opponent, Bindu Manis, could not be a bigger enemy of this industry and of this movement she, her only, she says that she supports medical cannabis, but her only record on this issue is putting medical patients and their attorneys in jail. She's currently prosecuting a bogus case against Jessica well, her office that she left so that her deputy could assume the office of incumbency in this weird kind of semi-corrupt way. Um, but anyway, she's prosecuting Jessica Mapplefresh, a cannabis attorney, on these Trumped up charges. I won't get into it too much, but basically, Bonnie Humanis is enemy of this industry. She wants to put medical cannabis patients in jail. She has. She's. This is someone who's doubled down on the war on drugs, and and it's someone who who's going to bring the Trump agenda to San Diego County. And that's not <laughs> what we stand for here. It's not who we are. And it's, it's it's our job as progressives, and it's my job as a progressive to make sure she doesn't. She can't do.
0: Doesn't it, like, we are right next to Mexico. I'm in San Diego, too. I'm in Little Italy right now. And, like, the freaking border is, the, I, I I I guarantee I walk past the cartel, like, daily. Like, they're right here. Like, what, don't you think, don't, you would think that they would have some common sense to go, yeah, this is a little close to home. Like, maybe we should legalize it here and just regulate it and, like, It just, I'm blown away by it because it's cannabis. Like, look, I, I agree, not everyone needs it. Kids sure as hell do not need cannabis. Not until their brains are fully developed, absolutely not. And without the proper education about understanding mental health issues and using cannabis, like, you know, people have to be careful. And physicians need to be educated about drug interactions because not all of them are. But the fact that terminally ill patients, you have people in nursing homes, that are taking so much medication, and of course we can get into the pharmaceutical conspiracy all day long, uh, that's a whole other conversation that'll make me just break my computer and I don't wanna talk about it. So the fact is this, we, people have to start educating themselves and put their, pull their heads out of the sand. Google Israeli studies on, on cannabis. It, Google, start there and read all 79 studies that they have that are legitimate studies That show the pros and why cannabis is so effective in healing so many freaking ailments out there. And the fact that people would make it illegal still is insane. You have to scream conspiracy because what else would there be? Because you can read a study and common sense says... Hey maybe this isn't so freaking bad after all maybe it does have some benefits maybe people can get quality of life or maybe somebody that's suffering with cancer can have a freaking I don't know maybe they can ease their pain and, and not feel like they've been poisoned to death like my father when he had what he had uh, 40 days straight of radiation treatments taking chemo being able, not being able to function but yet cannabis was never an option for him because he's in a state that doesn't allow it. It's crazy to me. Educate yourselves, people, awaken. And if you're somebody that disagrees with cannabis, like if you think it should be illegal, educate yourselves and don't be a dumbass. Seriously, take the time to Google. Just do this. Google Israeli studies on cannabis and read for yourself why cannabis should be legal everywhere.
1: You're absolutely whitewashed. it is a common sense. It is a common sense. But beyond that, It is about the job of the legislators on rule Yeah, They have a a sworn duty to ratify the whole people into law, and if they're not doing that, then they are derelict in their duty. And what I say is 64% of San Diego County voted yes on Prop 64, the Adult Use of Marijuana Act of 2016. Wow. It's 2018, probably even more than 64% of San Diego County agrees with adult use of, uh, legalization of adult use of cannabis at this point. If the legislators that we have elected are not going to implement legislation to ratify the will of the people, then they are de- definitionally, they are derelict in their duty that we elected them to do, and we need to vote them out now.
0: I love it. So, hey, real quick, because I know I know you're all about Nathan Fletcher, but will you tell people what the Association of Cannabis Professionals is all about?
1: I'd love to. So, ACP, Association of Cannabis Professionals, is San Diego's largest and most active Cannabis Trade Association. So we do lobbying, we do advocacy, and we bring cannabis professionals together. So we have an industry component of our uh, of our association where you can become a member of the of the association, and that will provide you supply chain advantages within the cannabis industry. And then your membership dollars also go, go towards our advocacy and our lobbying. So, for example, we run initiatives in in cities that have city councils that have banned cannabis. So for example, in the city, uh, let's just take the city of Chula Vista for example. It's a city where the people want legalization of cannabis, the people voted for legalization of cannabis, but previously the city council was not allowing it. In that city, we could run an initiative, a citizen's initiative, ballot initiative to get enough signatures, if we get a certain percentage of the signatures on that, on our initiative to legalize cannabis, it goes to the ballot. And then once it gets to the ballot, if enough, if more than 50% of the population votes yes on it, then it becomes law. Wow. So we don't need so that process. We don't need the city council. Usually, you'll need the city council to put in place an ordinance that will allow for legalization of cannabis. But if they're still unwilling to ratify the will of the people, the Association of Cannabis Professionals, our organization, can run an initiative to to force them to the negotiating table, or at least get something on the ballot that the citizens can vote on, kind of circumventing the, the city council. And we can do that in any in any city. That's kind of that's one of our one of our specialties. It's the advocacy and lobbying side of it. Um, so that's that's really what ACP is about. I mean, our goal is just to create a safe, legal, accessible, taxed, regulated adult use cannabis market in San Diego County. We just want the tax revenue we want the regulatory structure in place so that people in San Diego County can have safe access to cannabis that's all we want and we, we don't want we don't want cannabis in the hands of children absolutely not we don't want anyone driving under the influence of cannabis if alcohol is legal cannabis should be illegal it should be regulated exactly the same way.
0: Yeah, I mean, think about it with a c- child and cannabis. You know how annoying uh, annoying it is when they're hungry. They're like, "I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry." Just a minute, kid. I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. And then imagine them I'm stoned. Like, come on, kids don't need cannabis. And I'm of course are, making a joke. I will
1: say that as some exceptions for medical cases. There are some children that, that have epilepsy uh, that do need CBD oil. So there are some there are some medical exceptions that children not using cannabis. <laughs> But as a broad kind of general general sense, I'll say there's no reason for children
0: to have recreational. Yeah, but CBD is not cannabis. CBD is a non psychoactive. It's naturally occurring. It's in breast milk. So, like kids, yes, kids in CBD because I know kids that have ADHD or that were bipolar that um, they started taking CBD and all of a sudden, magically, it went away. Go figure. But I'm not. I'm not making medical claims here, but you can read the studies for yourself. Um, Man, this is really cool. I'm really, I really love what you're doing. I love, I love your passion for this. Anything I can do to support you because I am an advocate and look, and I'm not a cannabis for everybody guy. I don't, I don't believe that some people just don't need it, but I do believe in the healing properties of cannabis. Um, Absolutely. I just think you need to be very smart um, and how you use it. You need to educate yourselves and sometimes people listening, audience, Sometimes it's up to you to do the research to educate your physicians because guess what? In medical school, they don't teach them about cannabis, it just doesn't happen, uh, at least not yet. Now, there are a lot of doctors that are getting on board, they're starting to do the research, they're starting to do their own studies. It's inspiring to me and they're coming up with like, wow, wow, it can do this, it can do that. I mean, everything from skincare for your topical, you have topical ailments. Um, I mean, it's just, it's, it, they're really discovering a lot of benefits. Autism, amazing stuff. It's worth researching, but this research will not get done if it's illegal. I mean, if, even mushrooms, which is a whole other conversation, but the mushroom, the benefits of mushrooms for PTSD, like, hey, guess what? God made it. It wasn't an accident. You know what I mean? So, Jared, I'm grateful that you came on the show today uh, for coming on the show. I'm going to give you a giraffe. Okay. Yeah, you a can
1: giraffe.
0: a giraffe. Yeah, you cannot sell it and you cannot give it away. What are you going to do with it?
1: Um, can I donate it as an in-kind contribution to the Fletchers' campaign?
0: No, you cannot get rid of it and you cannot sell it and or getting rid of it's like donating it. So no, you, okay. you have to keep it.
1: I'll, I'll, I'll ride into my fundraiser tomorrow at uh, Andres Restaurant, 12:35, Marina Boulevard, in San Diego. San Diego. Um, <laughs>
0: nice plug. All right man, thank you so much for joining the show.
1: Thanks so much, Josh.
0: God bless. Man, that made me miss talking about cannabis. I yeah, I got to start talking about it again because you know what? I am so very passionate about it. I don't use it like I don't feel like I need it like I used to, but you know, I'm very pro cannabis because I know how it can help people and but you have to be smart about it. And I'm also a huge fan of SoCo Cannabis Creations. And by the way, if you do want to buy um, CBD worldwide anywhere, you can go to SoCoCanna.com. That's S-O-K-O-C-A-N-N-A.com. Use promo code LIVEMANA, L-I-V-E-M-A-N-A, and you'll save 10% and get free shipping everywhere. And CBD is legal. It's not illegal, it's legal and it's safe and it really does help people. You should Google those benefits too, if you don't know about them. Um, all right, Tia, Lisa, Tyler, Aubrey, Dr. Garcia, Veronica, Robert, everyone watching, everyone listening on iHeartRadio and Spreaker on iTunes, watching on YouTube and Facebook. Thank you guys so much for joining us and supporting, um, Nathan, no, Jared, <laughs> Why did I say Nathan, <laughs> Jared, Nice guy. Really nice guy. And he's very passionate about this. Um, I do have a a confession. I do not know what a supervisor does. What does a supervisor do in the local government? And I actually forgot to ask him if he liked the mayor of San Diego. I didn't ask. I forgot. Anyway, uh, thank you for your shares. Thank you for your comments. And, you know, I need to start giving away some products. But Aubrey, you said my family rents out a huge cannabis warehouse in Santa Rosa. It's a pr- it is a premier culture and store. Ooh. My parents' friends get their cannabis from the shop and I'll, you know what? Hook it up. All right. Oh, Robert, that's cool. I always love hearing that. What a powerful day this has been. Oh my God, you have no idea, but I will tell you later. Jeff, good to see you. I don't know what Mark Zuckerberg means, but thanks for joining the show. All right, you guys, thank you so much. Um, You know, thanks for joining. Talk to you guys later.
1: You bring your phone everywhere. Work, school, the movies. Now you can bring it to an Xfinity store for an easy way to switch to Xfinity Mobile, a new kind of network designed to save you money. You can get up to five lines of talk and text included with Xfinity Internet at no extra cost. So all you pay for is data never been easier to switch to Xfinity Mobile and keep the phone you love. Click here to see how. Sorry, I gotta take this. Restrictions apply. Limited to select mobile phones. Requires activation of a new line of Xfinity Mobile. Up to five devices per account. New Xfinity Internet customers. Limited to up to two lines pending activation of Internet service.